So as the convention season uh, starts uh, breaking out in Las Vegas, you can't say enough about the need for new products and uh, new inventors coming to town. And I w was thinking about uh, uh, Rob uh, DeBonabon from Ignite Product and Design. Is that correct? Correct. You got it. Tell me a little bit about Ignite uh, Product Designs. Um, uh, how long have you had this company, and basically what is it that you do? Uh, well, we've been uh, around about ten, 10 years in one form or another, and what we do is develop uh, new products based on uh, some client's idea of what they want to develop. And so we're an engineering house primarily, and uh, clients come to us with uh, an idea, and we help them uh, realize that idea through design and, and even manufacturing and all the way up to sales and marketing now even. Many people say, I, mean, I know that I've said this in the past, okay, I have a great idea for an invention. But when somebody comes up to you and says something like that, uh, what, what, what do you suggest to them? Or what are your suggestions when somebody uh, has an idea? Uh, what's the best way for them to bring that idea into a physical, practical reality? Well, you know, it's funny you say that because almost every person I run into when they find out what I do for a living, they have an idea. So I think pretty much everybody has an idea for a new invention. Right. The um, the first thing is to uh, decide, you know, where that idea came from. Uh, a lot of times, a, a person would get an idea fr subliminally from watching uh, late night television, for example, or, or and, and they wake up the next morning and the, all of a sudden this new idea has popped into their head. So, uh, first thing I try to do is to get inside their head and to find out. You know what this idea is all about, where it came from, and where they want to go with it. Because there, you know, it's the direction that we take depends a lot on where this person has a vision of where they want to take their idea. I, I take it though a prototype would be necessary, correct? I mean, uh, for any for any invention, you would want to start out with a prototype, and uh, and then. Uh, well, I guess what I'm trying to get is at what point would they be calling you? Would they be trying to call you after they've developed some type of a prototype? Not necessarily. Uh, we we have uh, different phases that we can assist with uh, the inventor, and sometimes we help them develop their idea long before there's a prototype. You know, we have that practical experience, and we can. Uh, See what their, what the invention is and maybe, you know, have some input into, you know, what makes more practical sense. Other times uh, the idea might be more mature and the person might already have a prototype already made, but sometimes it's a crude prototype and it's not necessarily representative of something that would, uh, you would want to show, like for in, in a video, for example, or a crowdfunding effort, for example. So, you know, we get them in all different levels and uh -huh. we've got, you know, we've got structure built in our system to uh, accommodate that. Tell me about the, during the last couple of years as, as you've been helping people uh, develop their products, what sort of, uh, what sort of inventions are you promoting now? I think I read something about some kind of a cocktail ice maker. Um, I mean, could you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, before I, before I get to that specific case, um, uh, a lot of times uh, an invention doesn't have to be a new product. It can be an improvement on an existing product. 
So, and that's really what the ice mold maker is. Uh, that's a good example of how the process goes. We, uh, through, through account, encounters at restaurants, I decided that, uh, the experience w- with a, uh, a single clear, uh, ice cube in your drink is more enjoyable than, uh, a cloudy ice cube. Now, of course, you know, you could say, it, you know, it doesn't make any difference how it tastes, but, uh, it, it just seems like it's a, a better, more quality drink if you've got a clear ice cube. So I pursued, uh, bought all of these ice cube makers that you can buy online and they all are pretty much garbage, right? So I go, okay, well, I need to come up with a a better way for people to make these at home. And Uh so I, I built some prototypes by hand and this is typical of a process that, that, um, an inventor should go through, right? So, uh, first, you decide that it's it's going to be an improvement on an existing product to make a, an existing product better. Or, or in other cases, you know, you're going to create something that's completely new, which is a, a little bit more difficult road to hoe. But nonetheless, so um, our ice makers are an improvement on an existing product. We bought everything that was out there, tried them, tested them, decided what worked, what didn't work, and engineered a better product. And so that's what we have on the market today. And well, on, on this uh, on this uh, device that you're talking about, can you tell me a little bit about the life cycle of that? I mean, um, like when when, uh, when you're first putting it together, what what would be the operating cost? What uh, how, what was the cost uh, in order to like make something like that a reality? Well, the first thing I did was um, I built my home some home prototypes. I watched some videos on YouTube how to do some things, and uh, you know, combined with my experience, then I went ahead and I built some homemade prototypes, crude, but would at least prove the theory of whether or not we can make clear ice cubes or ice shapes. And then we, we find sources that can manufacture a prototype for us in not necessarily the, the same material that we would use in production, but a, a material that uh, would be appropriate to test our design. And so we do that. We, we built, we designed it on CAD. We had a company make the prototypes for us. We we tested them. They worked. And then we adjusted the design. We make little improvements here and there, you know, like uh, how easy is it to, you know, take the mold apart? Does it stick in, in the, uh, the outer shell, for example? You know, we, we wanted to make it more user-friendly, so we make adjustments here and there. And then we, uh, we contract, uh, a couple of companies. They're basically, um, three different elements that go into this product. And we found sources to make the three different parts. We, we manufacture a low production run. We ship it here to our facility in Las Vegas and assemble them. And, uh, you know, then we promote it through crowdfunding. And we've been through all of that. And now we have them uh, available. You can buy them on Amazon or through our website the tuvoy.com website, which is the brand name, or uh, we also have them at Walmart and eBay and Etsy. So we've uh-huh. got them out there available right now to, for purchase. Oh. Well, you know, when, when it comes to like, raising money uh, for an invention, I mean, what, what what advice do you have to really at that point, not, not just inventors, but to but to anybody? I mean, because uh, I did have somebody tell me once who, who is in the uh, movie business that, 
if you have to, if you, if crowdfunding is a big part of your budget or a big part of how you're going to be raising funds, then you're probably not going to be raising a lot of money. You know, what are your thoughts about crowdfunding and all? Well, that's a really good subject because it's a, you know, it's a very popular subject. I go crowdfunding your new invention or your new product. And we see it from both sides. We see it from people that come to us who don't have any capital at all or very little capital and they're plan to raise the capital and manufacture the product is through crowdfunding. We've also had people come to us that have already been through the crowdfunding route and have been funded and come to us and, and are ready to complete the design and get it into manufacturing. Now, the, there's a very high uh, failure rate of crowdfunding, and that's because people don't do it right. Okay, and So it, it takes a lot of effort. You, you, first thing you have to know is you have to have all the numbers, right? You have to know exactly what this thing is going to cost you to manufacture and ship to wherever you're going to ship it to, whether it's for a fulfillment center or ship it to yourself and you're going to fulfill the orders. So uh, most crowdfunding programs fail because they don't know their numbers. Or they ask mm -hmm. for, typically they ask for not enough money, right? And and then they raise the money. They, let's say their crowdfunding effort is successful. And they put together a professional video. They put together a really good campaign. They've gone out on social media and they've drawn all the people to their crowdfunding sites. And they raise the capital that they, they plan, but it's not enough. Right. right. And then they, they go down the path of fulfilling these orders and they run out of money. Now you're in trouble. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of famous cases of people that do that, and we see it all the time. And so the root of cause of the problem is they didn't know their numbers. So the only way to really know your numbers before you go crowdfunding is to have the engineering done. And, and you're just going to have to come out of pocket to pay for that because you're not going to get hard numbers on what it's going to cost to manufacture your product and ship your product until you have the actual engineering documentation that you submit to the manufacturers, and they give you hard quotes. Right? So if you try to guess at the numbers, you're going to be wrong, and your crowdfunding is ultimately going to fail. Thank you for listening to the Walkertown Report. Links to any product discussed on the Walkertown Report may be found in the description. If you do not have access to the description, please visit walkertown.com for more information. Thank you for listening to The Walker Report.